Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Queued Up, your review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, etc., etc., etc. I'm your host, Greg Deeds, and with me always is Maya Don Fisher. How's your week been? Uh, it's it's ups and downs. Uh, you know, still dealing with the passing of my friend. Um, I was able to go after my laser hair move laser hair removal treatment the other day on Thursday, I was able to go and visit uh, his wife and daughter and uh, met her sister and her mom, which I had never met before. And, uh, you know, just had a good about four hour visit with them talking about things and telling stories and sharing some laughs and of course some sad moments and, his week's this Friday, and that's going to be a difficult thing. But, uh, you know, dealing with that. But other than that, and, uh, finally we got to play some D&D last night, so that was wonderful. That, that was, was much. Fun, yeah. That was much needed. I'm glad I got everyone to laugh with my silly character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, pre- that was the first time actually playing with that group because um, we had just done a session zero before and our initial start date was supposed to be July 4th, but we didn't get to start because of the holiday. Um, but yeah, we got to, got to play last night and had a good time. Everybody seems to mesh pretty well. Uh, so far, you know, didn't have any conflicts or anything. Uh, no. Very, very amusing uh, use of poop uh, in, in the game. That that that's the thing. Sometimes in D and D, people sometimes you deal with shit. God, back when our other campaign. Literally had poop bef- like fall into my mouth because it was healing property. It had healing properties to it. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So laser hair removal, visiting friends. Um, you know, uh, playing a little bit of Final Fantasy VII remake on the PS5. Playing back through it again. I haven't played through it since it first came out two years ago after I defeated it on the PS4. But now that I got it for the 5, I'm like, yeah, I'm playing through this again. It's got to look so much better on the 5. I mean, it's pretty incredible. I haven't gone back and looked at it on the 4 to look at cutscenes versus what's on the 5. But it's pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, that's that's essentially been my week. How's your week been? Stressful, just constant like losing sleep because of the car situation, and like we're actually recording this a day earlier than we normally would, uh, because like I'm I'm not going to be in the right frame of mind tomorrow to record. <laughs> Well, that and just the time factor, and we have no idea 
what the verdict is going to be on your car either. So, yeah, I got to keep my schedule open and whatnot. So, yeah, it's just it's it's rough because I want to I want to be able to take care of my parents the best way that I can, and without a car, it's it's impossible. Um, we don't have extra cash, so we're having to borrow it from different friends, different family members, and and putting people out to 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 help us out is is something I just don't like doing. I really, really don't. Yeah. Um, we had a situation here recently where uh, my little brother offered to loan us uh, loan us some money to get food to last us until Wednesday. Because that's when my dad gets paid. And uh, um, it became not an argument per se, but definitely an argument, if you catch my drift, um, with my other brother about making sure that, you know, he takes me to a place where I could utilize that $100 as best I could. And he was like, Costco, it's perfect. You get things in bulk. And I'm like, for three people, one of which barely eats, not going to work out. Argues with me constantly. It's just, it was uh, finally like we get to Costco and I prove him wrong. Oh, sorry. I prove him wrong. And he's like, well, I didn't know. You could have heard me the first time when I said it, but whatever. It's just infuriating. It's, it's, I probably shouldn't be talking about it on stream, but. I'm racked with stress and, and, and anxiety, and, and I don't. One of the things about me that's important to keep in mind, I, I fall apart when I hit a moment where I don't know what's around the corner. Uh, if something is happening, but I don't know the, I don't know what could be the outcome, I'm, I'm just a, a ball of anxiety. Uh, a quick example. When I was working for the school district, uh, I was called one day to not come in. I was like Friday evening. I was. They said, "Don't worry about coming in next week. Just meet us at the facility. Like meet us at the main facility on next Friday." So for a whole seven days, I had to be like, "Why? What the fuck happened? What did I do? What did I say? How did this work out?" What it turned out to be was something not necessarily minor but something that i did i just kind of made a stupid choice on um i uh when i was streaming all the time there was a guy that was in my chat who trusted us to let us know that he had gotten out of jail um he was he spent a few years in jail because he wrote a poem about who he was going to kill at his school and um he never he didn't plan on acting on it but uh, premeditated acts of terrorism is a thing, and that's what he went to jail for. Um, and when he got out, he wanted to make sure that he did what he the best he could as a father, as like a, uh, a, a function member of society. And I thought that was really nice of him to share, that he, he felt that, that, that way about it. So I decided to tell another coworker at, at the school that he was planning on doing this. I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was a mild story in regarding like a, this this nice gesture and how the guy had grown as a person and yada yada yada. But one of the workers in the kitchen had overheard it, but but vaguely, and reported me. 
So when I went into the main office to talk to her, she's like, were you talking about wanting to harm the school, like as in a school shooting? And I'm like, what? No. What the fuck? No. I didn't say fuck. I was just like, absolutely not. Like, where did that come from? And she was, so she tells me, and I was like, oh, bad choice on my part. But regardless of that, um, it also didn't help that the school had two bomb threats in one year and a shooting down the street. So, yeah. But, uh, um, I remember that. I remember when that happened. Yeah. You were freaking out thinking you had gotten fired and they hadn't told you why or anything. No. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I had no clue. Cause I didn't think of that story as something bad. You know, I didn't think that that's what was the problem. Like when I went in and she told me, I was, I was shocked. I was like, what? So that was that. But, uh, and even the girl that like I was working with had defended me and said, no, he was just telling a story that involved a guy that like went to jail. And the girl, the woman that I talked to, she was like, she was like, maybe not the best choice to talk about that in a school that's had a couple threats this year. And I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> you have a good point. But yeah, yeah, that week leading up, I was just a ball of stress because I didn't know. I had, I there was no information. So, this car situation is the same thing. I think another problem is that, like, let's say, you know, let's say it's a situation like it was last time, where the whole transmission needs to be replaced that turns into a completely new conversation. Yeah. Because last time it costs about uh, $2,500 to have the, the transmission replaced. And so that conversation comes into, will my aunts be able to help with that? And if not, who's willing to take the gamble on uh, co-signing a car with me? Like, there's so many fucking avenues and angles that this situation could take, and I don't know which of them it's going to go. And so I wake up in a cold sweat. Like, I have not ever in my life been this stressed out. I didn't think it was possible for me to get to, because I stress eat. When I'm stressed about something, I'll eat more. Fun fact, when I'm this stressed out, I don't eat. So, it's a blessing in disguise. Who knows? Anyway, enough about the bad shit. I'm tired of talking about it. I've been there. I can relate. I understand. And, you know, hopefully... Hoping for good news for tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to stay positive for you. <clears throat> I appreciate it. I'm, um, I need good news. I really do. But, uh, but anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and get to the th- stuff we need to talk about. So, we're going to be talking about uh, the players episode eight. And uh, South Park Streaming Wars Part 2. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into players. Well, uh, we see uh, this episode was titled Philadelphia. 
It opens up with uh, Team Fugitive pulling off another win in the LCS quarterfinals uh, against, uh, I believe it was Cloud9. No, that's who they had to face was Cloud9. Yeah. Uh, and the, they, they beat Immortals. <clears throat> and that set them up with a face-off in the semifinals against Cloud9. And it was in Philadelphia, Organism's hometown. Yeah. Which set up a thing where Organism basically was like, I wish the semifinals were in any other city than my hometown. And you're thinking, well, why? I don't get it. Why? And we see it unfold. It's like all of a sudden, you know, here's this young 17-year-old kid who's gaining fame and popularity and got a multi-million dollar two-year contract three, worth $3 million with this team by playing video games, which is the thing that his family basically ridiculed him for and put him down over. And now all of a sudden they want a piece of the pie, essentially. Yeah. <clears throat> essentially. And like his own mother, he's like, oh, look at you playing your little video game. I don't know what's going on, but it's so exciting. You know, and he sees right through all that. With the help of um, uh, cream cheese, too. With the help of cream cheese. there You see them starting to bond a little bit. Uh, they're playing well together. And he's like, look, I know your family wants you to do family shit with you and everything, but we've, we need you here with us. We need to do this as a team. And, you know, they, they have a little bit of a bonding experience and they go up against, uh, cloud nine and, or I thought uh, it was cloud nine. Yeah. They go up against cloud nine and, you know, they, they go down two games to one and then they come back and win. And when they come back and actually pull off the win organism is telling cream cheese, Hey, wait, no, let's not do this. Let's do this. And cream cheese is like, you know what? Yeah, I'm with you. Let's do this. And they start working really well together. And organism becomes the team shot caller. And all of a sudden, and they pull off this incredible win. And then his brother's like, okay, uh, we got to go and do this sponsorship thing. And he's like, no, I'm not going. Yeah, we got to do a sponsorship thing. And when there's a victory party at the house, he's like, I'm not going. I'm staying with my teammates. And he goes the fuck off on his brother, yes. his family, everybody there. And it was glorious to see. Very satisfying, yeah. You know. I mean, the entire time that he has been doing this, his brother's been up his ass the entire fucking time trying to make money. Yeah, not not caring about organisms' fucking well-being, not caring about the team dynamic. He just cares about money. Yeah, um, and that's that's made for some very fucking funny scenes. But at the same time, it's like these you know these characters are characters, and they they. I think that's that that's a testament to this show's like really well structured dynamic, is um. Uh, 
that I give a shit about these characters a lot now. Yeah. Like, I... I was watching that final match and I wasn't sure how they were going to do this for the show. And they have them win. And I just was immediately, I remember sitting in my chair just going, fuck yeah. Like I was stoked that they won. And again, it's, that's just a, that's just a, you know, like well-written characters will do that regardless if the show is meant to be funny or not. Yeah. Yeah. And that sets up a match in the finals against TSM with the old shot caller that you know was cream cheese's partner and arguably when he was at his best when they were the axe brothers um you know it sets up a final showdown between them in episode nine so i think you're right i think we're going to have to see them actually win a championship and then i think the final episode is going to be dealing with the fallout of winning the championship and consequences yeah what do you think is going to happen? I'm what I think is going to happen is that uh, one of two things, either next week we are going to see them win or lose the uh, LCS championship. Um, and because I, I'm thinking about this from the same direction that Ted Lasso takes and It's almost as if they they want to set it up so that way they lose and some diametrically like nasty things happen. But it, it you know like it's also to the angle of like the show's a comedy. So we want to see our characters succeed. And they've come so fucking far. Mhm that watching them lose wouldn't be satisfying. So I genuinely think they're going to have them win. I think so too, but I think something, I think there's going to be a gut punch situation after they win. Yeah. I think Org might get like a, um, uh, a deal uh, with like cloud nine or some shit. Oh yeah. You were thinking they may trade him away. Yeah. Like the new ownership may trade him away. I don't know. I think the new ownership will trade cream cheese away and try to restructure and rebuild around org. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. Cream cheese fugitive is his life. It's his baby. That's all he has. Yeah. And it's no longer his anymore. So, yeah, I think that's a way that they could go. It, I'm I'm in, I'm interested to see how these last two episodes will go though. Yeah, same here. I mean, I that like I'm I'm fully in it. Like I'm fully with this show. I'm fully like like uh invested in these characters to see where they go. Um like I still kind of want to know what organism's family is going to do next because of this. Like his brother has been there the entire time. So how's that going to play out? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be an interesting dynamic. But the rest of his family, he's like, you know, you guys forced me to go to every one of his ball games. You never once came to any of my games until it was 30 minutes from the house. Yeah. You know, don't pretend that you give a shit now. 
and his brother's sitting there backing him up and everything. And then he's like, turns on his brother and he's like, you, you know, you're, what's this? We've built this shit. He said, I built this shit. He's like, I'm the one that's been doing this. I'm the one that's been grinding. I'm the one that's been going out there and, you know, practicing. And he said, you were a division three ball player. He said, I'm a starter in one of the biggest teams in the world, you know, and I want to be the best in the world. And that's what I'm trying to be. And you're just worried about sneaker deals and other things like that. He's like, you don't have my best interest at heart. And I, yeah, I think it's really interesting to see the fallout of that. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I was going to say also the story of Organism's uh, milk bag thing was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, like his, uh, he was being bullied in school. And so to get back at the guy, he busted a bag of milk over his head and then the dude beat the shit out of him. Gets suspended for three days. And, you know, he's getting better at league and he's like, oh, I can't practice. Well, hell, I'll just... Bust another bag of milk over his head, let him beat the shit out of me, and I can sit and play league for three days at home. So that by busting the bags of milk and getting these suspensions, he was actually getting to play and practice and get better and better and better. And it was funny as hell. Yeah. It was a really clever way to tell that story while still being very fucking funny. Because the absurdity of like the only reason he was able to grind and, and get better was because he was getting suspended for defending himself. That's, that's fucking good comedy right there. Like it's hard to explain why that's funny. Cause if you don't get it, there's nothing I can say. That'll be like, Hey, this is funny because of this. It's, it's just the level of, of absurdity. And the fact that he kept doing it was cracking me the fuck up. So yeah, But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else to really add to it. Yes, you do. No, no. I mean, we've thoroughly spoiled the shit out of it. Eh, it's the fucking eighth episode of a 10 episode series. If people are listening to the podcast before watching it, I don't know what to tell you. If you're not watching it, I'm telling you every week, this is something you should not sleep on. It's very entertaining, very well done, very digestible, and enjoyable. And, uh, you know, I give this week's episode an A. I thought it was extremely well done. Yeah, same here. Solid A. I don't think it's an A plus because it didn't like I didn't laugh hardy at fucking any jokes. I just kind of it's a it's it's a sensible chuckle. Yeah, yeah. No, I Which agree with that. Shouldn't be a demerit, but I'm making a one anyway. <laughs> Well, an A-plus is pretty high bar. An A is still pretty fucking strong. Absolutely. Anything in an A. Even an A-minus is strong. But All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and move on to South Park Streaming Wars, part two. Oh, the Streaming Wars, part two. This, uh, you know... This picks up after the streaming wars uh, from a couple of months ago, which was quite funny. Uh, This one picks up and a drought has been brought to 
it's a droughts brought the town and surrounding areas in the state uh, to the brink of disaster. And while this drought's going on, Cartman decides he's suing his mom because he's blaming his mom for what was it again that he was suing her for? Uh, he wanted her to get fake tits so that way uh, he, he could get his out. Yeah, that was his out for the, with the old man, but she refused. So he, to teach her a lesson, got fake tits. And he wanted to sue her for compensation. Yeah, yeah. And the judge threw out the case and was like, you're all a bunch of shitheads. Yeah. Uh, I like the uh, ride home where he's like, he's in the car with her. and uh, he, he just he just mentions like, have you learned your lesson? You get a fake tits? She's like, no. And then he's like, can we get a frosty? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are the fucking worst. Oh, God. So... You know, we see we see this drought going on. Uh, Randy wakes up on a park bench, and he's in. He just basically come off a full on Karen Binger, I guess. Um, nuclear has the. Who saw him and told him he went nuclear? I don't remember. Um, by the detective, the. the, the okay. The redheaded detective. I detective thought it was Harris. Him. Yeah, he's showing him. It's he's doing a slideshow on a, one of those old school slide projectors, but it's fucking YouTube videos, which is what was hilarious to me. I was cracking up at that bit. You know, yeah, looking for the next slide, and then some fucking video playing like he's watching TikToks or some shit. Yeah, because that's how these uh, that's how these these uh, Karens get filmed in in real life. So that's. That's why that joke works so fucking well. Uh, but yeah, we see, you know, he's gone full nuclear Karen all over the state and even in countries like Spain and Italy and others demanding that he speaks to the manager of the airport, the manager of the fucking country is just funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, and then went to a monk's. Uh, yeah. 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 Was the went to was a Buddhist temple in Tibet. Oh, we, we see uh, Cartman uh, confront Tolkien uh, exploring the grounds of the home that was being built across the street. Uh, Cartman uh, finds out that Cussler was killed and didn't just move away. And he's like, why would somebody want to have the person I wanted to be my dad killed? And then he's like, it was my mom, you know. So somehow this breaks down into Cartman, Butters, and Tolkien stumbling onto a conspiracy about the disappearance of Tolkien's dad and the people responsible for the death death of Cussler, the old man that was living across the street. And they take it to the cops, and the cops don't believe him, of course. Uh, so they're you know out searching for... Um, Tolkien's dad leads them to PP's water park. Man, this episode is crazy. Got a lot in it. If you watch, if you there's the thing, if you watch Streaming Wars Part One and Two back to back, it's a movie. It's a straight up fucking yeah, movie. yeah, it straight up is. But uh, PP, he's proposing to the Denver City Council 
that he's going to convert his water park to run on 100% pee and then sell the pee back to Colorado to use for consumption by the public. Fortune favors the brave. Fortune favors the brave. Fortune favors the brave. Oh, and to get, to, get, to get everybody on board behind this, they decide, well, you remember when, during the Super Bowl when all those celebrities were endorsing cryptocurrency? We'll just get those same celebrities to endorse pee. So that was that was my favorite joke of the whole fucking show. Like every yeah. time they had a PP plus, I fucking I was I did I was cracking up every time. What was it? It said down at the bottom, natural something another, and briny. Yeah, briny was always the the. Um, let me let me type PP plus into. But they would got they 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 got Matt Damon. He's like, hi, I'm Matt Damon. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the real Matt Damon. I know it's not, but no, it wasn't. Uh, no, uh, Trey Parker did the voice of Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Larry David, LeBron James. Uh, Matt Stone did uh, Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, they also had Reese Witherspoon, Naomi Osaka, uh. Matt Damon's in. Are you ridden? Yeah. The Larry David one. I lost my shit as soon as I saw him. It's like, uh, I said, go and buy this stuff. I don't even know what it is, but it paid for for this for me. So, yeah. And now, and then somebody's just pissing off camera into his mouth. (laughs) It's gross Uh, and funny. It's like, you may not love pasta that's been cooked in pea water, but have you tried it? It's like... Oh, sustainable, no. natural, briny is what it says. Yeah, sustainable, natural, and briny. That's right. Fuck, it's funny. Fucking hilarious. That was by far, like, again, like, the rest of the episode was really was, was funny, but that shit, like, making fun of those celebrities for crypto was, top, like, just, just top-notch, just perfect satire for me. Yeah, and it went through the whole episode, and the whole episode is about 52 minutes long, something like that. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they had Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Larry David, LeBron James, Tom Brady, Reese Witherspoon, and Naomi Osaka. So they had that many different spots that they did in each one of these. And each one is something more absurd, you know, and... uh all of them involving either drinking or showering in pee or eating something that was made with pee. And every time they're about to do it and they're grossed out, they all start chanting fortune favors the brave really low under their breath. Uh, so good. So fucking funny. I, I do. I will say this, a, a critique about the episode. Um, I, I don't think that their analogy of climate change via man bear pig works as well as it did then as it like, it doesn't work now as well as it did then. No, no, I agree. Especially when they flat out call climate change, man bear pig climate change a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely just feels a little like not trying too hard, but like, Hey, we have this like weird continuity within our own little universe and we have to sustain it. It's like, no, you're a fucking cartoon. You don't have to sustain shit. Yeah. I mean, 
Kenny's only been killed like 97 fucking times and he's still on the show. Right. They did actually in universe canonically write why that's the case. I don't know if you remember it, but it was like uh, his mom had some weird thing put in her to where every time he would die, she'd instantly get pregnant and have another Kenny the next day. And he'd go from in, he'd go from like fetus to, to nine year old to, to nine year old within like a matter of hours. Huh. And then they just stopped killing him altogether. Well, you know. Her vagus probably worn out. Well, that's again. This is why I say like the man bear pig angle. It it doesn't work super well to me because like the only joke that really worked in regards to that was the last joke when everything's said and done, and man bear pig, his wife, girl, pig woman or something. Girl, like that. Uh, pig pig bear girl, pig bear girl, and then their son Chuck 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 Chuck. Uh, they're like. They're they're like uh, um, um, fucking totally Chaka from Land of the Lost. Yeah, uh, they're Chaka. like, should, should we? Should, if, if that's if that's climate change's son, should we go kill him? And like that joke, that joke alone was funny. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I was like, I was like, okay, I get it. It's, it's you know, climate, it's a climate change joke. It's you guys are wearing it thin. And and again, the reason I cannot stress this enough. The reason I say that about this character is that South Park has a history of understanding how long a joke can run. By the end of this episode, Randy is no longer growing wheat. He doesn't have Tegrity Farms anymore. Yeah, he's back to being geologist Randy. Yep. And uh, But he had to smoke weed to become Karen to be able to get into the water park. Which seems like the polar opposite of how you are a Karen. Yeah. I, I thought that was funny, you know, when when uh, when his wife, Sharon, hands him the fucking jar of the Thanksgiving special. He's like, I'm just going to let you know. In a few hours, I'm not going to remember any of you. <laughs> I also liked the Doctor Strange reference when he was. Yeah. When he was getting high and he's like, oh, yeah, that was funny. It's just that it was it was clever. It was really clever. Um, yeah. I mean, I like Randy no longer being a weed grower, and now he's going to go back to how he was normally. And and they they even like <laughs> break the fourth wall a little bit by acknowledging that the joke ran its course. Oh they yeah, can, they can do the same with any joke they've ever made, but they choose not to at weird times. And I'm like. Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work as well as you guys think it does. And that's fine. Not every... You know, it's comedy. Comedy is difficult. Yeah. And they certainly tried to make it work. And, well, you know, the fact that it doesn't is, you know, it's fine. It's fine. South Park isn't always going to be 100%, but... um. You know, we did have a lot of great jokes out of the episode. A lot of great jokes, like the, the fact that every deck. what's that? Every time they mentioned the pitch deck, somebody was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, but it's like my uncle showed me his dick once. I saw that joke coming a mile of fucking way. By the way, like I was. Oh like, yeah, oh, absolutely. But it was still fucking hilarious. Um, the one joke that kept popping up that was making me laugh was anytime it was about Cartman's boobs. Yeah, my eyes are up here, sir. Butters, my eyes are up here. 
Butters, God damn it. Miles Rupert, sorry. Because <laughs> Butters really was staring at him every time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, this, this you know, is, is at the end of this episode, it definitely is like it's putting the next stuff we see of South Park will have a, a somewhat sense of back to basics. You know, I, I don't think that there's any lingering. I don't think there's any lingering issues that they could write a story about after this. Like maybe if they want to do something with man bear pig in the future and Chuck Chuck. Um, but other than that, like Randy's no longer growing weed. Cartman doesn't have his boobs. Uh, shit's going to be normal in South park when we revisit South park. So at least for an episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a clean, it's a clean slate going in. So that's that's fun, and I think a clean slate works for them because of their their their, their sense of satire. Now they can kind of you know they have a lot more wiggle room to do whatever they want. Whereas I feel like before this they didn't. Then again, it's South Park and do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, as long as the satire is good, that's all I care about. Oh, absolutely. But uh, any other thoughts? Uh, no, no. I mean, there was a lot going on in this episode, and I don't want to cover everything and break down everything because there's a lot there to unpack. Um, so I don't have anything else to add to it. Just if you enjoy South Park, you know, you'll definitely enjoy this. Check it out on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, what, what grade would you give it? Uh, an A-. minus. Um, it's really funny, really entertaining, but at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's, it's not their best work. It's definitely, it's, it's, it was less funny to me than the first half of the streaming wars. No, I agree. And that's why I actually give this one a B. Okay. Um, I mean, there was some funny shit. Don't get me wrong, but by the time the episode wore on, it felt like they were really beating a dead horse with certain things. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but yeah. yeah, it's still good. It's still worth checking out once at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's solid. It's good. It's, it's, it's decent. You know, I think that's the other thing about South Park that we've said a thousand times over reviewing a lot of South Park the past like year or so is that they, adapt their comedy style so that way the show doesn't ever get stale like family guy does um you know some may argue they've overstayed their welcome but to overstay your welcome means to not change and just be the same for years and years and years and the only consistency in south park's uh, um, style is their animation style but i don't want that to change unless it's for a joke yeah, like like let's fighting love. Um, still one of my favorite fucking things. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it, that's it. And I'm sure that the next you know thing of South Park that pops up, we'll we'll review that and give our thoughts on it because we are South Park fans here. Bump it up, bump bump bump. Uh, well, that's all we had to review for today. So that's gonna do it. Uh, I need to take a nap because being uh full of anxiety is exhausting um 
so that's that. Uh, next week, we're going to be reviewing... What's that? I was going to say, it was just a much shorter episode than what we normally do you know, this week. But hey, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, we, we were like, for the end of May and almost all of June and a little bit into January or July, we've just had a constant flow of stuff. Constant. Yeah. And with everything that's been going on with our lives and our personal lives in the past week and a half, um, the past two weeks, you know, it feels nice to have a shorter episode. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, and next week might be the same uh, because all we have that we're going to do is uh, Players Episode 9, which I'm very much looking forward to, and uh, a comedy special, Bill Burr, Live at Red Rocks, that just popped up on Netflix. So we're going to give that a little view because we both like Bill Burr. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. That's uh, um, Make sure you follow us on all socials, which are listed down below. We'll try to keep you updated if we do add anything. I doubt we will this week, but definitely keep an eye on that just in case. Um, check out the Teespring store. Uh, get all kinds of stuff there with our with our animated faces on it, like a T-shirt, pint glass, coffee mug, a sticker what have you. And all proceeds from that go directly into the show as we have, you know, shown over the, the situation with Maya's laptop, our computer. Um, if you want to watch a live broadcast of like a live video feed of the podcast today, uh, check out, go to our YouTube channel. Um, those get uploaded, not day of, but they definitely get uploaded. So, uh, but that's, you know, we, our, our main, our main listener base is not on YouTube, so. Exactly. Yeah, it ain't that big a deal. Um, uh, but if you do want to check that out, the link is below. That's also where you'll see, like, solo reviews of mine from time to time. So there's that. Uh, if you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, head on over to the Nirvana Network. There's plenty of shows over there with great people with having awesome conversations about all sorts of stuff. So, stuff. Um Go check that out and and keep an eye or keep in mind that every single podcast on the Nirvana Network is also on whatever streaming platform you prefer. So I would head over there, look what's up, see what interests you. Go ahead and favorite that on like Spotify or Apple iTunes or whatever you listen to your podcasts on and, and give them a listen. Uh, that's it for my notes. Maya, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Don Fisher. It's a public profile that also has my Instagram and Twitter accounts linked to it. So it's your one-stop shop to check out everything that I'm up to. Uh, if you want to catch me on another show, I'm also on another podcast called Figure Banging, which is on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. That airs every other Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It's a live action figure review show. It heavily features Transformers. Uh, covers everything about the figure, transformation accessories, and a bunch of us, you know, it's just friends cracking jokes on each other during it. Um, it's a good time. We interact with the live chat, so if that's something you're into, check it out. That's everywhere where I am. What about you, Greg? Where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me at ChubRuckGeek on all socials. Uh, everywhere. That's everywhere. Um, like I said earlier, I also do solo reviews on the YouTube channel. I haven't done any in a long time, but also my life's been in a weird place for the past couple months. So, um, But yeah, I have some reviews up there. If you're looking for something to watch, you can check those out. 
we should probably make a playlist of all my reviews. Um, but yeah, that's it. Like I said, uh, we're gonna players episode nine, the penultimate episode to the finale. Uh, Bill Burr live at Red Rocks on Netflix. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you, uh, your patronage. Uh, keep in mind that uh, the GOP fucking sucks. NRA is a terrorist organization. Donate and help what you can. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.